0: Well, when you start thinking about the SEC and all the new coaches uh, this year, I'm going to miss Dan Mullen and his looks and wearing uniforms and stuff like that. I mean, uniforms other than being a football coach. What I'm not going to miss is the betting line on Tennessee's number of wins, which you might guess over under is the number of uh, Kevin Mason's fingers.
1: That's good. What's up, everybody? This is uh, Scott Duvall. And you're listening to episode 310 of the and Since Last Saturday podcast. That was Tony Waller, one of my co-hosts. My other co-host, whom you have not heard from yet, but soon will, is uh, Will Leach, nonetheless.
2: I I try not to talk too much on this podcast.
1: This is the SEC preview show. Um, We are about two weeks out until the Georgia-Oregon game on September 3rd. So this whole episode is going to be dedicated to all teams, really except Georgia. We're going to touch on Georgia a little bit, but we're going to talk about the other 13 teams and where we think they're going to end up in the end of the season standings. So, hope you enjoy the show, and uh, here's Will to get us all started.
2: I know that the SEC season is just around the corner because I watched One of those SEC story videos and thought, do a second take. Just do a second take. There's some clever ideas here. There's some good stuff. Just do a second take. I know you're in a hurry. I know you're running it cheaply. That's fine. You have some funny ideas. There are times that I laugh. Just... Is the SEC story is
0: that proxy for my cold open this time because I've filled <laughs> oh, for
2: crying out loud. there's always just like like man, like it's there's a funny like they'll literally just keep flubbed lines in like like th- those things cost like five dollars. Anyway, But obviously I did I did laugh though because there were a couple. Which of them. which one was it? The the one where they all, all get on the plane. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that was I enjoyed that one.
0: Um, they're all they're not the other than the initial thirty for thirty. They're all <laughs> a little. Like, all right, guys, we we've only got the set. We got to turn this back over to a porn place. No, no, no,
2: no I'm, <laughs> to, I'm talking about the, the, the your guys, the the the, the that's what oh, SEC shorts shorts. That's I, what thought you was SEC oh, I thought story.
1: you thought
2: SEC stories. No, no, I don't I don't watch that show. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I'm talking about the SEC shorts. It's the same. I made this joke all the time about how they never do a second take. They, why would you do a second take? It's perfect. In every it's way. not perfect. They literally mess up lines every the, time. They, they, they're, eventually, they're just going to do it where they forgot to turn the camera on. They just said, hmm. "I just print it, run the Herf street <laughs> and and we'll be fine."
1: Dude, the the guy Josh Snead that plays just the dumb short idiot guy for 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 when he puts on the Tennessee garb or Texas garb, love it. And you like Bebo Bucks? Is the, that the
2: guy that was the George, that was the beaten up the, the put upon Georgia fan? Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. See, I thought I th- I I do find him the funniest. Of he the definitely
1: is the funniest. <coughs> yeah, thing.
2: they are. They're really but good. But I, I
1: loved how they brought the police dog out for t- the seat <laughs> yeah. checking contraband. Yeah,
2: I mean, again, good jokes. That, wow, that's that's. that's so, I'm sorry, it's SEC shorts. I always yeah. call them SEC stories. I thought but you meant. SEC. I thought you meant the oh, like like super low production yeah, value yeah, SEC. Story. I was going to agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> where no, yes, no, yeah. You've seen the stories where we're like, Yeah, <laughs> huh, ha, they didn't put the big E. money into this. one. No. yeah, it was like they had you know someone's <laughs> kids shoot b-roll <laughs> yeah. um, and it's just, it, the, the whole thing is just literally a scroll a slow scrolling of a wikipedia page <laughs> <laughs> just, speaking of somebody's kids anyway sorry short. let's talk about that's what i mean Auburn. What
0: we're, what oh, we're not gonna no yeah.
2: um, so you know yeah so this is our sec preview show this is our sec preview show and uh, they i will get the name of the conference right anyway uh and i am uh, it is fun i mentioned this kind of last week a little bit of uh this is the It is exciting for me, for as long as we can, to actually have a conference that is recognizable to the way we have understood it in a long time as a way to preview it. I think that's that's there's going to be a time, there may be a time where that's not going to happen. Uh, Or it's it's not like listen, when Texas and Oklahoma join, we can fold them in. There'll be plenty of stuff to talk about. That's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried if it goes bigger than that, then it becomes then it becomes something. I thought you
0: meant this time next year when there's four pods and we got to do four. (laughs) Podcasts, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. not a chance. Too too
2: many puns, yeah. No. But uh, yeah, it's good. Like the, the, let the hate flow, right? You know, I, oh yeah, it, and it's funny. That that was kind of the fun thing about. I was wondering how everyone felt when they were watching the SEC shorts and the idea that like Georgia has now graduated. Oh, yeah. I thought they handled that correctly because that's kind of how still everyone kind of feels.
1: Just walked right past the gate agent. Yeah. Love it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm, Didn't I'm, say anything. I'm here for right, that with the red yeah. carpet. And, and I listen eventually. You have to get in line with everybody else. I think that's, That's uh, we've discussed that a lot. Um, and to me one of the great things I love about the SEC that I've kind of really grown to, to it's not my personality to, for this way but I love that the SEC is this way the fact that, that Georgia won the national championship last year means that like everyone else in the conference is really irritated <laughs> and I think there's something good about that I think there's something good about that uh, If, if, so, if uh, other than when Ohio State wins if Michigan ever wins a national championship I'm not going to be like irritated or feel like that's supposed to be us to be fair, it's Illinois. But still, like... I was th- told
0: that was Illinois' biggest
2: uh, robbery. <laughs> yes. But the point is that, like, you know, we've always joked before that one of the things that made Georgia fans uniquely insane was mm-hmm. that Auburn won one, mm-hmm. the Tennessee won, and Florida won one, and Alabama, obviously, won one. And, and they even, all suck! And even Georgia Tech won one, mm-hmm. uh, for crying out loud. But uh, and that's over now. That's over now, because it's Georgia. So I'm curious to see how... We've discussed how the Georgia fan like, reacts differently when they've won a championship. I think we'll really get the test of it when they're playing SEC teams, when they're playing. Like, we've noticed the last couple of years, the Georgia-Florida game has been, has been not entirely dissimilar from hosting Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> which is to say, you're like, okay, this this game is going to be a little harder than Vanderbilt last week, but no one really even starts sweating. The idea that – what was the game – what was the score? How, how late was that game within one score? Right before halftime, right? Yeah, it, it well, changed,
1: what, 21 points before yeah, halftime? Yeah, it was yeah. – I
0: think it was – 3 nothing until like literally two and a half minutes and it went from 3 nothing to 24 nothing. oh no 24-3 or, something like or remember it was 3-3 yeah, it went yeah. to 24-3
2: and two minutes and 28 seconds or and, I, like. and i and i there's a braves world <clears throat> series game going on that night if one will remember there was and um and i do vividly remember watching that game and thinking like i think most georgia fans did yeah i'm not I'm not sweating this at all. They're going to be fine. And they were. <laughs> but I think that is, that is the different thing about the SEC, about Georgia's games in the SEC and the other teams in the SEC, other than Alabama, of course, is that notion of, yeah, this is – after spending all that time we were like how did Missouri win this thing twice and Georgia yes, blew God, their keep, opportunities and, keep using trigger words yeah, this was what yeah, this was one of the things that people really turned on Rick right the idea that like this was why Florida had their moments and Tennessee had their moments and Missouri had their moments the reason they were able to do that because Georgia was down and the whole idea even that great year of uh, uh, the breakthrough year of Kirby's second year was like finally the SEC is our SEC East is ours again just get back to Atlanta that's going to be the first step and now like no one sweats any of these SEC East games, well, which is really quite a
1: change. You know, every time the the students come back, which they are to start school tomorrow, Wednesday, yeah. uh, August seventeenth. I think back to my freshman year and wide eyed and not really understanding nearly enough history of Georgia football, but rolling in and it was nineteen ninety four, and we went six four and one that year and lost to <clears throat> Vanderbilt. I think we lost to South Carolina, and we lost to Clemson, I think. Uh, but, you know, it was kind of like, well, we're I th- and they actually made T-shirts, not 7-6 Apparel, but local Ooh. T-shirts were made that said, Athens, Georgia, a drinking school with a football problem. Oh, yeah. And, I you know, it was it just kind of like, I think back to the evolution of me as a fan of going – starting really, really low, and then go bumping up through the in years and when they tore down the, the goalposts, beating Tennessee. Since we'd lost to them 10 years in a row, it was such a defeating feeling when you had Tennessee on the schedule and Florida on the schedule. And then you were like, is this our year? One out of, out of three that we beat South Carolina? <laughs> um, you know, They worked over Kentucky pretty well during those days, but uh, Ole Miss was always a toss-up. Um, but yeah, the way I feel is... Kind of like the guy in SEC shorts, the king walking by uh-huh. the gate agent. Because in, in previous years, even when Georgia was ranked in the top five, somebody on Twitter, you might, I, I might would send out something really punny on waiting since last Saturday Twitter, and then somebody would comment saying like, "Yeah, but when was your last last national championship?" Like an Auburn fan or a Tennessee mm-hmm. fan. And you, I didn't have anything for that, mm-hmm. so you yeah, do now. I'm, I'm I'm the king. <laughs> I'm the king walking by the gate agent, yeah. not saying anything.
0: Well, I think the cool part about it is that, at least for me, because I'm a big fan of Schadenfreude. I say that right? Schadenfreude. Before. Schadenfreude, sorry. German. I don't speak German. Um, I barely speak English. But as a fan of Schadenfreude, um, the fact that Florida is in disarray and Auburn's obviously in disarray and Tennessee is staring down. By the way, we haven't even discussed how disappointing I am. It's not bags full of McDonald's cash. It's actually bags full of McDonald's food, which is worse. <laughs> um, that they're a mess that right now, the only team that Georgia regularly plays that really has their crap together is Kentucky. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll talk about Tennessee in a few minutes. Which I've and heard I, is a basketball school. <clears throat> I've heard and, it's a basketball school. I'm figure that'll come up in a minute. Um, <laughs> is, is glorious to me, right? Because you, you talked about Florida and their great run and Tennessee and their modestly great run. Um, and even to some extent, Auburn and, and the things they did all occurred at a time where Georgia wasn't what it was when I was, you know, a kid or, or in high school. And is certainly not what they are now. And, um, you know, my, my dad's fond of saying the, the sun doesn't shine on the same dog's ass. I'm sorry, you should write that time down every day. But it's, it's, a, it's a new season. <clears throat> it's a new season. Pooper. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, is we're, we're doing a WSLS after dark anyway. But we, uh, the, you know, his, one of the fair saying to say is that just right now it's, it's Georgia, right? So we'll get to the Georgia preview next week, but what's going to be fun to me is to watch how um, there's an altogether possibility that Kirby Smart and three of his assistants uh, make noise in their respective conferences with Mel Tucker and uh, Sam at Arkansas and uh, Dan Lanning at Oregon, uh, which is going to be fun, right? Because uh, the way national media evaluates some of the stuff is very much about coaching trees and lineage. I mean, that's why it was until last year, no one had beat Saban, right? right? No, of us and he, he's lost to two of them now yeah. um, in the same season. Uh, it's the it only re- it's act- a
2: rebuilding year though. Yeah, yeah, so yes. It's just rebuilding mm-hmm. year. Yes. They're only actively fighting with one.
0: So. Yeah, only have to fight him with one. I can't wait for that game. Oh, my God, you cannot put enough money on the line. Um, but having said all of that, um, I think since we're not going to – we're only talking about 13 teams, we should start with the West. Um, okay. Let's get Alabama out of the way, right? Um, Alabama's back-ish again some more. Uh, They return the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, They return probably a different player who will win the Heisman, and that's Will Anderson. Um, I mean, Will Anderson is the the Comic Con Sue, but with um, without all the uh, leg breaky and um, (laughs) the you know actual personality to go with it. um, I don't. You don't really need to say anything else about Alabama other than anything less than eleven and one is really going to be a shock, and twelve and zero is probably the is it's definitely the most likely but anything 11 and 1 would be what what and then you know
2: 10 and 2 would be I, what just happened i mean that's where you are with both georgia and yeah, alabama i think now, that's right right is like the goal is the goal, <laughs> it's very strange to think about, but that's where Georgia and Alabama are right now. This is why Georgia has the advantage of being in the East rather than the West. But both Georgia and Alabama are in the place where, like, you just try to avoid a loss so it's okay if you lose the SEC championship game. <laughs> and that is weird to say in a conference that is absolutely stacked with really good teams. And I think that speaks to where both of them are right now. Hey, I, I just noticed, I was going through this chart here, they have this new wide receiver whose name... Sounds vaguely familiar,
0: Jermaine Burton. Yeah. That's By the way, did it. you read the? Did you read the headline in the AJC? It was a great tease. Jermaine Burton explains why he went to went to Alabama. And it never said and when he did. He said, "I'm not going to talk about why." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
2: it's a dark time. Dark time for those headline writers online right now. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel for him. I feel so.
0: For him. But I mean, you know, look, I I don't know Jermaine Burton. I don't know his reasons for transferring, but. I assume he wanted to get the ball a lot more than he possibly was going to get at Georgia. And I also assume Nick, I'm sorry, Nick Saban wouldn't dare tamper. Mm -hmm. Um, In his rebuilding, had sent his minions out to talk to potential good uh, wide receivers, probably right after Jermaine Burton won a ring and said, you can come play for us next year, and you could be the one that's hurt in the championship game. Uh, I'm sorry. I I do not wish cast that. I do not wish cast (laughs) that. I'm I'm just tired of hearing about how, you know, Georgia had no right Georgia it's, it's like I don't know, it's like Schrodinger's team it's like yeah you wouldn't have won and you like had Alabama had won a national championship with a former Walkman starting quarterback they would have closed college football down
2: so <laughs> let's just goes. put that out there and, and you know to me the the not only is it the talent the those recent everyone's got Alabama generally number one but I mean this is you can make the argument. I think we are. My, we've talked to our friend Matt Dare, who makes this argument all the time. He is less about the wide receivers were hurt, though he has noted it and brought it up a few times. Sure, and more that like I don't. I think it is generally considered a fact a uh, universal fact that last year was actually not one of the best Alabama teams. They did have a lot of injuries. That was not one of their top-tier teams.
1: They didn't have a Heisman Trophy winner. Well,
2: they, yeah, yeah, he's really good. <laughs> I'm not saying they were right. bad or they were some scrappy underdogs. I'm just saying we've seen some great Alabama teams. And this wasn't one. This was yes. a slight tier below. You can totally understand why, both talent-wise, they should be back up a tier above this year. But also, I mean... They're gonna be full. They lost twice last year. Like, was that something that happened? <laughs> like, like, they're gonna be full bore ready to go. Oh yeah, they're locked the in media. and loaded. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that that's the thing. Uh, it's I. I've heard some Georgia fans. I think you even had a thing on Twitter about it, but the idea. Like Georgia won the national championship, but they're still really good. How are they still number one? I. If you want to make an argument at Ohio State, that's fine. I think it is completely reasonable to have Alabama's as number one team. The oh yeah, I think they're number one with a bullet, um, and I don't
0: think there's any way around their winning the West.
1: So when you look at their schedule, they're going to open up with a cupcake, Utah State. I mean, not in a, I mean, a decent. And then another group of cupcake, five. and then. But my question <laughs> is, the other cupcake. It, it was Sam Ellinger when they beat Georgia. He said Texas is back, you know, and that's haunted them ever since they beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. Is there, like, like you're looking for potential trip-up games for Alabama. And really, I only see two. I see one at Texas.
0: It's not on the schedule.
1: Oh, I know. But I'm, but I'm <laughs> looking. I'm looking. And I'm, and I'm thinking November 12th at Oxford, at Ole Miss, does Lane Kiffin have something for him? So really, I mean, the only thing you look at their schedule, to me, is those two games. Is Texas back? Can they be back at home? You know, they've got two tough Road games. You got Lane Kiffin, who's no telling what he's going to throw at him uh, if they happen to roll in there undefeated. But could they? Could this be like a two thousand seven season where it's just crazy, wacky, crazy? Like where Rutgers and Boston College are in the top five. Which is what happened in two thousand seven,
2: and Missouri was in the, right, and Kansas was in the Kansas. Top five. Yeah, I mean, to me, the bigger thing about that is that, that it's not just at Ole Miss. The week before it's at LSU, and I don't think LSU was great, but it's still you're going to Death Valley. That's never. What would going Brian to
1: Kelly me? say? And
2: uh, oh, his- well, boys, I say a <laughs> son. I son, I say why I'm a. That's- I do love that you turned him into Falcon. <laughs> my
1: my <name> fine. <laughs> he turned himself. No, 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 boy, you got it all. I No, I'm
2: a, I'm a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> he is indeed a chicken.
0: Um, um, <laughs> uh, if you ask me, I think, I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I mean, I think Texas is going to be fine. I mean, if you listen to last week's podcast, um, you know, I think they have a shot at playing in the Big Twelve championship game. But I just don't see them being anywhere near competing with Alabama.
1: Especially week two. Yeah.
0: Especially week two. Um, so, I mean, I guess on the road to Mississippi, um, just because Lane Kiffin will absolutely pull out all the stops to beat
2: mm-hmm. Saban. Right. It'll be fun. Like that's that's a fun little stretch to Yeah, there. It's a it's a tougher late stretch than Georgia has. I don't think there's any question about that.
1: So so let's do this. Let's jump around the West so we don't jump. reveal our Or should we jump go in, around. Order? Huh? Well, we go in
2: alphabetical order? Huh? we go up in alphabetical order. And it's jumping around the Scott. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's just go in alphabetical order. That way we be we we'll not even accurate. So is it based
1: is it based on their state or their mascot? <laughs> their state. The t- name of the team. <laughs> 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 so A and M, because M comes for you for Auburn. Yeah. Okay. Let's just go with for Arkansas. Arkansas. Let's oh. Just go with Arkansas. <laughs> Let's just go with Arkansas. I'm thinking Auburn was next. never been yeah. so happy. This oh, <laughs> has been
2: good. This is like this is this is the happy place. Uh. So the thing with Arkansas is, I think you've seen them generally. I think the AP poll came out; they were in the top 25, I believe, right? Yes, they here. should be. And it is interesting because there is definitely this idea of what Pittman Pittman has almost immediately put the train back on the tracks because where they were before he took over it's very very there's a reason for Arkansas fans to be excited the real question about Arkansas is can you get above that spot can you get above that spot or is Arkansas not this year or is Arkansas the Kentucky of the West Right, the idea that they do everything right, they play a great job, they do good stuff, but there never there's a, a ceiling to wherever they're ever going to get to. And if things go even slightly wrong, you're looking at six and six or worse. So I think that's that's the thing with Arkansas because he's such a good coach. Because there's so so many other new coaches and there's so much kind of turmoil. There's this sense like Arkansas is like solid. I think they're definitely solid. I still think talent wise they're a little below a lot of teams in this division, even people that are. Considered to be worse than them. It's just that they tend to not make a lot of big mistakes. And a lot of other teams do tend to make, make, make a lot of big mistakes. I,
0: I mean, not to put put, put a two put fine point on it. Um, they carry the Kentucky analogy a step further. It's like they are an absolute reflection of their coach, right? Even keeled, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, gets excited about a hog, and like just comes at you. The hard part for Kentucky is that there's entirely a world where Kentucky loses as many out-of-conference games as they lose in conference games. Um, so you could legit be staring at a lot of thought pieces in December about what's wrong with the SEC West. Yeah, 8-4 and four Arkansas is second in the West. Um, because they play Cincinnati to open the season, and then in – well, it's – I can't see the calendar, but it's after September 4th, so they go to play at BYU. Okay. Well, there's two things you need to know about BYU. First off, it's like 6,000 feet elevation. Second off, it's going to snow. <laughs> right? I've, I've watched enough CBS Sports uh, Network <laughs> games to know it's going to snow at It'll BYU. It'll probably be a ten
1: thirty heard. kickoff, too. Oh,
0: gosh, yes. And, man, them dudes are going to be catching snowflakes on their tongues. They're not going <laughs> to be worried about playing the Cougars. Um, but having said all of that, is it – I I mean Sam I trust. It's I mean they no were literally a field goal away from playing in the Sugar Bowl last year. Yeah. Had they beaten Tennessee, they would have played in the Sugar Bowl instead of all this. Um and that is I kept trying to look at that as, well, you know, they got this break or that break. Look. The only game they lost last year where they literally had no business losing was the Tennessee game. Um they they lost to Mississippi State because they caught Mississippi State on the day where Mississippi.
2: Mississippi State,
0: Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi. Um Oh they lost to Mississippi last year? Yeah,
2: Mississippi. They beat Mississippi State. Oh, last that's right.
0: Season. That's right. Yeah, I had it backwards. They I mean they just they caught Mississippi on the day where everything everything Lane did went right. Right? So, you know, when you look at what they're doing, they got KJ Jefferson back. Um Their almost entire defense is back. It's just and Odom's great for them. Yeah, Odom's Odom's such a good. What a great hire, right? It's just it's going to be really fun to watch this team Uh, because I think you know we we talked about proof of concept for some other conferences. I think it's proof of concept for Sam. Um, He does not have to go nine and three or ten and two to engender the Arkansas faithful, right? because they're playing a playoff participant to kick the season off, and they're going to play literally the only team in the conference that has every dude that's older than Stetson Bennett in <laughs> BYU. <Yeah>. And um, <laughs> that is that's a tall order. That's not that is not insignificant. Yeah. So I think, I frankly, I think BYU is going to be a really good football team this year. But they also have, uh, they also are built to play almost everyone in the SEC, but uh, SEC West, and certainly maybe even the SEC, except for Georgia and Alabama. Uh, hard, and they just win ball games, and that's a co- it's a coach effect thing. There's a great metric out there called coach effect, uh, and Sam Pittman certainly is going to wind up on the right side of that, and his career's over.
2: It'll be fun to see that. Cincinnati game will be fun because if Arkansas can win that, you talk about like a huge statement to win, to beat a playoff participant in your opener. Yeah, uh, even and whatever. Listen, and maybe
1: that, that further. It furthers the downfall of Cincinnati because uh, yeah. they would have,
2: and also laid two eggs. Yeah, and frankly, makes you know, it's certainly not going to engender a lot of uh, good faith to uh, as as the sport continues to expand and evolve to be like, oh, we got to make sure we give the, the, the Cincinnati the next Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So, but yes, yeah. That's enough about Arkansas. Enough. Other than I don't know if you saw
0: this, but uh, the wind blew down. So Sam Sam Pittman has a, a massive house because he's head coach of the the Hogs. I don't he, think so. He's the second most person uh, important person in uh, in Arkansas behind uh, Houston or third most behind Houston Nutt and the uh, President Walmart. <laughs> and uh, so his house has a, a sculpture and it got knocked down by the wind or something. So instead, of replacing the sculpture, which was like some angel with wings. He literally had slobber, like slobbering hogs commission to put up. That guy, he understands. He he read the assignment.
2: He read the assignment. <laughs> How about coaches that maybe didn't read the assignment? Oh, we're talking about Lord, let's we're, go we're, to uh, Now, for what it's worth, before we start talking about Harson, I want to say once again that stuff that went down with him and that poor woman— that it did, not, did not go down with wait, him. Hold up, wait. Like, <laughs> right. You've totally gone. he turn on me. That's something that did not go down with him in that part. But the stuff that was spread about both of them, to me, is college football at its worst. Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely A college particular football. particular kind of college football yeah, at its worst. Yeah. And so, listen, if you want to get rid of this guy, you want to fire him, do so. But, like, the, the, the idea that... Uh, that that's the way to go about it. Uh, speaks poorly about our species, if I'm being entirely honest. Um, but it doesn't feel... Uh, all re- it definitely spoke to the larger issue of th- this just doesn't feel already like the right fit, right? <laughs> it's a really bad yeah, sign. Yeah, I'm glad they kept him. Yeah, and, and that's, and I, I, don't think that's entirely his fault. I don't think it means he's a bad coach. I don't, th- but like there were huge it question marks. Yeah, there were huge question marks immediately mm-hmm. about him, and not that he was a bad coach, not that like he couldn't, he couldn't be successful somewhere. But Auburn is Auburn, man. There's a specific kind of dude that thrives here, and you kind of need a Bruce Pearl of the of college football, and I don't think he's that. Wait a minute, you don't think uh, somebody that wears acid
0: wash jeans and I don't, that's all I got right yeah. now. But. I've
1: tried to find that photo that we found that one time. It, somebody hilarious. scrubbed it <laughs> I have tried multiple it times. It
0: lives in my memory. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, look, putting aside the ugliness yeah. part of that, there is a level of that Brian Harson called his bosses and said, Nah, I'm on vacation. I ain't coming back. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then went in the backdoor SEC Media Dates and essentially said,
2: You know, fire me, fire me. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs>
0: I, I have a level of respect for him I didn't have before. Yeah. Right. Um, but I don't know if that helps. Oh, it doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help. Look, there's an entire world where um, there's an entire world where Auburn comes out and lays in a mercer San Jose State and Penn State comes in a little bit of a mess. They beat Penn State uh, and then beat Missouri. And maybe beat LSU. And they have LSU, which is, we'll talk about in a minute. And they come into Georgia. At, game
1: game day? Maybe?
0: Oh, if it's 5 0. If it's 5 0. Oh, if, oh, if it's me. 5 0. Oh, Auburn, 5 0. Well, that's a CBS. It's probably a CBS. Well, that's game. a te,
2: that's a Texas A&M Alabama weekends Yeah, that's the, no. That game's gonna be eight
0: o'clock. Yeah, right. Yeah, you no, need no, to go ahead no, and pencil no, that. that's eight no, o'clock. No. I'll have I'll have that post up on the blog. Yeah, soon. I'm excited about that. I'll have that up. But that is the that's the SEC uh, double header on CBS weekend. Last one ever, maybe. But um, but they uh, I I'd, at this point I feel if that if it's five and zero Georgia five and zero Auburn, yeah, that's that's the three thirty game and. I still think if given a choice, unless Texas a and really bad, that they'll probably be in, in College Station. No, I'm in Tuscaloosa. Having said all of that, there's entirely a world where he's five and oh coming into Georgia, and then loses Georgia, loses Mississippi, loses Arkansas,
2: loses Mississippi State, loses Texas and m and still fires. I like to call that the Ron Zook. That is the Ron Zook, voice. <laughs> so um, we Illini people love to call that the Ron Zook. Six and zero, lose your next six. Yeah, they're Get they're. Fired.
0: Well, he's probably not losing to Western Kentucky, but if he does, he's definitely fired. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not willing to predict that, but there is entirely a world
1: uh, where that happens
0: because this is Auburn, right? It's, it's Auburn. Auburn stuff happens. Um,
1: yeah. So you think three, three and five in the SEC, pretty much. Well,
0: well, if he's three and five in the SEC but wins Mercer, San Jose, Penn State and Western Kentucky. Seven and
1: five overall, maybe. He's seven and
0: five. I don't know if that keeps him around. I'd be it'd be back to back seven and five years. He No, he's worse last year. He was six six last year. I thought
1: there were oh, 7 he, five.
0: They were yeah. six and five. There's six seven. Six and seven. Uh, oh, seven. Oh, you're right. Well, he has to look of course they were this s-
2: close to beating Alabama list. forget that. Seven and that. five. <laughs>
0: seven and five and going on the road and giving Georgia all they can handle. And um yeah, it's just. What you makes mean, you think they're going to give the Georgia ball. the all again? The no, no, well, i oh, if give Alabama, they, yeah. If look, they. look, I had just gotten home from a cruise. I was literally listening to that game. I watched that game flying from Fort Lauderdale to Atlanta and then. That game was still going on by the time we got to our car, and literally we were streaming that game on some bootleg stream to watch it as we were leaving. It was that tough. Quarter.
1: The first quarter was was touch and go, and then Lad McCaukey took over. No,
0: I'm talking about uh, Alabama Auburn. I anyway. thought you meant
1: George Auburn. Oh, yeah.
0: No, Auburn. Uh, that game
1: was oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was back beautiful. home. From Georgia,
2: back, back home from beautiful from, from uh, Mark Rick Stadium, and yeah, it was uh, and so nice. To um, to- but having
0: having said all that, it's just seven to five. He's gone.
2: Whew! That's. Seven five percent years gone. All right, we got the A's schedule.
1: out of the way. What's next? Is it L LSU? It is
2: LSU. <laughs> <All right>. LSU. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, so it is, first off, that like th- th- I think it's possible that they start six and zero, and I don't think they're that good. And I think it's possible that they got Florida State, Southern, Mississippi State at home, New Mexico at home, and Auburn. That's the tough one. Uh, and Tennessee at home, which is kind of a tough one. But on the whole. Like, this, like to, for all the off-season stuff that Brian Kelly got, for good reason, I feel obliged to kind of point out he's a really good football coach. Yep. And he's really good at building a program. And we can argue that, like, is it the right cultural fit? If he wins, it's we'll a cultural... find out. Like, you know who was a really good cultural fit? <laughs> was Orgeron. And we see how that, how that turned out. So I, I think that... I, I, I know it's fun to dunk on Brian Kelly. He's not uh, he's you know, he's 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 a, he's a dope and no one likes him. But he's really good at building programs. Like kind people kinda forget what Notre Dame Notre Dame was not what Notre Dame is now before Kelly took over.
1: Yeah, was it, did he come after Charlie Weiss?
2: Yeah, this
0: guy a the schematic advantage. Yeah. Yeah. So does it change your mind if he's already announced that
2: we don't know. We might not have a starting quarterback till midseason. I mean it's it's certainly not I don't think that like suddenly they're going to win the west or anything okay. but like the guy knows what he's doing and maybe maybe this is a year of transition maybe they don't entirely get there this year but like the guy knows how to build a program. There's a reason you bring him in. He's really good at building a program. He got Notre Dame to how many, how, how many hey. playoffs? Hey boys, I got Notre Dame to, I got Notre Dame to two national championship <laughs> games. I Listen, I, I know make fun of the Northern. I get it. This all the time. No,
1: I'll, <laughs> make, I'll make it fun of the accent. I've North never heard. will try to fake a Southern accent <laughs> because he knows better. I
2: definitely would not. I, I know I will occasionally impersonate Foghorn Leghorn just to amuse my children. So, um, so well, yeah, it, uh, just so like with Kelly. All, yeah. Just like when I'm in Paris, I'll do Pepe Le Pew. It's just okay. that. I um, <laughs> hope you mean Paris, Illinois. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, and they're still confused by yeah, it. Also, like Pepe Le Pew, very problematic. Um, but anyway, the point is... No, he just loves the ladies. He's very aggressive. Um, anyway, the point is... Uh, <laughs> he certain, stinks. He, well, he stinks. That's, uh, that's, that is okay. that, that is his ultimate fail. Well, that's the pun. That's the tragedy of Pepe Le Pew. Um, yeah, that's the tragedy. <laughs> but the point is, is that like at a certain level... Listen. Maybe they don't get there immediately. Maybe they they they're. It takes a little longer to get going. The guy knows how to build programs. The guy is good at this stuff. I think he was a terrific hire for them. I really, I I really do believe it. I think that deep down. People don't really care about that stuff. I think we love fans of other teams will love making fun of him. But honestly, if any team in the country should be cool with not having someone who talks and acts exactly like them as their coach, it should be LSU.
0: I I hate disagreeing with somebody so smart. Um,
2: <laughs> and I think you're right. He is
0: a good program builder. I just don't think it's this year. Um, I, the, well, I'm not saying they win in the West. Yeah, the three the three way. I think they may lose at Auburn. Well, yeah, the three way quarterback thing. Oh my God, they lose it all right. You know
1: what they're you got so to hope for is Notre Dame to go nine and three, and then LSU and Notre Dame play in the Music City Bowl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's way darker than anything I could come mm-hmm. up with, Scott. That's amazing. Or they're both
2: really good, and they play in the Sugar Bowl, and he can, or he can, uh, or that he can uh, introduce the team to the local cuisines. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These are what
2: is known as crawfish. Um, <laughs> anyway, I I just think that like I get it like. It clears a transition year, but, you know, I know if, if I'm LSU, I, as much as I've had to eat it every time he does anything publicly at all, the guy knows what he's doing. I think he's a smart hire. I think he's, I think he's a smart hire. I just don't think he will pay off this year.
0: And when, when I say pay off, when don't pay off this year, I don't mean compete for second in the West. I mean,
2: what, like, it'll, do it'll, it'll do look, it'll be fun. eight and four, seven and
0: five, um, seven and five is on the table. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think eight and four, seven and five. Um, all right, so um, Ole Miss? <laughs> I don't even know. I you're mean, afraid to go next, right? <laughs> I was. <You're> like, <laughs> oh, Miss Mississippi,
0: <laughs> Ole Miss Rebels.
2: And again, like, uh, okay, I've said, I say this every time we ever talk about this. The name of the school is Mississippi. Mississippi. Like, I, like even in the book, it says Ole Miss, and it's after Mississippi State alphabetically. The, That's insane. The school is not called Ole Miss. The Brit has it's them called Mississippi. Miss, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Steele.
0: Well the good news is, is is Mississippi has Troy, Central Arkansas, Tulsa, and um Twan. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech <laughs> as their uh so pencil and four wins, not pencil, put them with Sharpie four
1: wins. You don't usually see the non-conference mm-hmm. all be played right off the bat.
0: Yeah, it, it works that way with the schedule, particularly considering they uh their rival is Mississippi State, their their natural last game of the, the season rival. Um so, the worst hidden secret in college football is Lane Kiffin is desperately trying to forget a better job. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second worst, worst kept secret in college football is not only do Ole Miss fans don't care as long as they get something amazing out of it, they're along for the ride. Mm-hmm.
2: And for what it's worth, I disagree with like this is the per- I've I've said this it's before. such a great fit. It's the perfect place for him. It's the perfect. Place for him. It would have been nice if he could have got uh, Manning. That would have been nice because uh, because I, I feel like that would have made that would have been the one. Well, thing. That, signed. That would have made me kind of like root for Arch actually a little <laughs> bit. That would have been like really fun. Um, but you know, I, listen, the, what's going to happen is if he's going to keep doing well here, and he's going to take a bigger job, and something's going to blow up <sighs> because something always blows up. And then we'll and then he'll go to a job that's worse than Mississippi, mm-hmm. and we're like, why didn't you just stay there? Right. He could have been wonderful for twenty years. He could Joey Freshwater all he wants in Oxford,
0: and no one cares. He can drive his car into he can drive his car his Lincoln into a, a tree allegedly. Uh, all he wants, and it's fine.
1: Do donuts on Vault Hemingway Stadium let's,
0: let's not blaspheme. but, um, but it, you're you're not. It's it's amazing the cultural fit. Yeah, I know he's a California guy, but his yeah. his not given an f. And the uh, you know what. We're out here just having fun. I'm the portal yeah. king. You know what? We're gonna win some football games. We're gonna win them all. We're cool with that. We're gonna win the party. That that is the most the exact Mississippi. Right <laughs> that is the the most Mississippi attitude there is. Because if you, I mean, you're friends with Will Haraway, right? Yeah. And I'm friends with a lot of people that are Mississippi fans. And every one of them to a person was like, "We know we're not gonna win the West, and we do something yeah. really weird is going down. We're not winning a national championship." Yeah. We just want to have
2: fun and scare some people. And you, you want to put, you want to make Saban look pissed off yeah. at some point yes. on the sideline. Yes. That, that is, is their aesthetic. Yeah, and it that, really is. And you know, I'm all for that aesthetic. I gotta say, I'm glad. I want Georgia to have more than that aesthetic, but I want Mississippi State to have that aesthetic. I will take this aesthetic over the Michael Eje aesthetic. I will definitely say that.
1: Like yeah. th- there's <laughs> there is a
2: there, there's a there's uh, a um, there's a very uh, old, old, old time spin readers will uh, will remember the old uh, Rex Grossman uh, bleep. I'm going deep. <laughs> screw, it, I'm go- screw it. I'm going deep. Yeah, because that was famously Rex Ryan played in. The, sorry, Rex Ryan. Rex Grossman played in this uh, very conservative offense, but just just every third pass play would be like, I'm, just I'm going deep." deep. I'm, I'm going, I'm going deep. deep. Mississippi is the is the ultimate yeah. screw it, I'm going deep team, and I love him for it.
0: I mean, on top of that, because I'm a I'm a fan of advanced statistics, right? I'm a fan of uh, advanced analytics, and uh, on the on the Power Five level, he's probably the coach that falls him the most. So I just I found that to be interesting, and
2: right? honestly, I really hope. Come on! What would be more fun than Mississippi having a high-powered passing offense led by a man named Dart Jackson? Like, how do you not love that? Certainly, a better place for him than than USC. There's no question.
0: Yeah, the downside is they just—they've got their defense was—I yeah. wouldn't say specious, but—and um, it is probably going to go downhill. So,
1: so the Land Shark. Oh, it's way gone. Way yeah. gone. Landsharks
0: went to Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Durkin. DJ, DJ Durkin good. is he is not one of the heroes. Yeah. So
2: Okay, Mississippi State. Is it remarkable the number of people who have circled that game
1: specifically it, as the Georgia yeah. Scared game? It's like they're just saying, Oh, let's be cute. And I and mean at a
2: certain level, like high, like it, where it falls on the schedule is potentially mm-hmm. it's like the one hard, hard game that Georgia has over the last between the SC championship game and Florida. And so I think it just th- it's been thrown in there as a potential. Well, thing. and
1: I think and correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, but I think the last time Georgia played in Starkville was 2010, and oh, that yeah. was a terrible a game show, by the dogs. Show it was a show. Yeah. I
0: mean, part of it is that every year, Mike Leach manages to sneak up on somebody. Mm-hmm. You throw that in with Mike Leach third year, and Mike Leach with a, a quarterback that's coming back. I, you know, there's a world of Mississippi State's. Really good, uh, at, at least record. I tell
1: you what, as a Georgia fan, you're hoping that when the TV comes out two weeks before that, you hope it's one of those twelve thirty kickoffs. Yeah, it hurts hurt your feelings because hurt you do not feelings. want to be playing in Starkville at seven thirty with all the cowbells and everything on the line.
2: Look at the gauntlet coming into that Georgia game: home against Texas A&M, home against Arkansas, at Kentucky, at Alabama,
1: home against Auburn, home against Georgia. Like
2: that is, and there's no weeks off.
1: They got an open date after Bama. Oh, you're right. Sorry, but you're still, correct. you're correct. That's right. Good call.
0: Thank yeah, you. and so I, I don't. I mean, I think Mississippi State's gonna be good. I mean, they were seven to six last year. Um, Put some scares into a couple teams. I mean,
1: look at how they start. They got to Memphis, and then they go out. To, they got to go out to the desert and play Kevin Sumlin. Is he still there at Arizona?
0: Oh no, no, no. Arizona's jet Fish now. So the the thing is, is like. You know, they could lose to Memphis and beat the full line of Arizona, right? Yeah. Well, Arizona
1: is not very good,
0: right? And then be Bowling Green, East Tennessee They could, so. they could
1: lose. Yeah, Mem- Memphis is a definite question mark.
2: Is there a worse crossover schedule than to have Georgia at home and at Kentucky? No,
1: <laughs> like that's. I, I, I mean, we'll get to the
2: East, but no, that's the worst. Yeah, yes, that's absolutely. That actually, yeah. it's, it's almost better. To have Georgia on the road, a game you're probably going to lose anyway, yeah, and Kentucky home. At home. That's Where a good you, point. Again? Yeah, yeah, no, their
0: their schedule does them no favors in the conference, right? Because they got to play. They play at LSU, which whatever. They play at Alabama, which you're going to lose anyway, and then they play their Egg Bowl on the road too. Mm. Um, you know, there's when when you start picking out games there that you
2: can win, especially in the conference. It's like,
0: what do, you, what do you got?
2: And and that's the thing, they've got a lot of talent, but like Mike Leach always has implosion potential. Yeah, there's always oh, yeah. the idea. Yeah, there's three and eights be... on the table yeah, every yeah, time. Yeah. Um, look,
0: I don't, I don't I don't think Mississippi State's bad by any means, but I think the schedule conspires against them. Yeah,
2: yeah, they could be better than a three and nine team and be a three and
0: nine. I team. mean, they're not gonna they're not they're not gonna tempt Nebraska's uh, best three and nine team. Ever, <laughs> but I mean, they could certainly be the best five and seven team ever.
2: I, I think, uh, by the way, our pick of uh, Nebraska to win the uh, Big Ten West was not popular.
0: I do not look, I do not regret. We'll see if they if they
2: lose, watch the,
0: the games, nerd. <laughs>
2: mm. If they lose to Northwestern in a week zero, God, gonna be, we're, gonna, yeah. we're gonna look pretty wrong. i am
0: delete my Twitter.
2: Um, okay, and Texas A&M never heard Jimbo,
0: of them. Jimbo, Jimbo, Jimbo. I don't know if you know. But Jimbo Fisher had the top
2: recruiting class in the mm-hmm. nation. I had heard that. I do like the idea. It's a great quote from the Athlon preview from the opposing coaches size up Texas A&M. Uh, the best. Jimbo Fisher might be a mad genius when it comes to media because they get talked about alongside Georgia and Alabama, and they're every bit an 8-4 and four program. Mm-hmm. He knows it, too, and I think that's part of the plan. Love it. And I actually think, A, that's both true, but I think it's also true about what he's trying to do. Like, listen... Whatever, whether it is true or not, the perception is if Texas A&M figures out NIL, they can compete. They've got the, the potential to, to do this every year when it comes to recruiting. And that turns it into something different. That turns into something different. They are not there yet. It is up in the other whether Jimbo really is the guy to be able to get them there. But if they're – put it this way. If in five years, it's a big three in this conference, Georgia, Alabama, and another team, I don't think it's any question it beat Texas A&M. It's not that now. Though, some would say they're the third best team right now. I'm not one of those people. Yeah. Um, so here's, here's
0: the book on, on Jimbo. Jimbo, when Jimbo has had his best teams, he has had a quarterback that is able to run his middle pass... Run sometimes and be able to take hits and wait for deep, deep stuff to open up on um, offense. Who's this quarterback going to do that? Yeah. And, and keep in mind,
1: the, is Max Johnson? Max
0: Johnson is on that team. I like Max Johnson. I've watched Max Johnson play in person. Watched him play twenty football games. Right on. Um, he is and his a, brother's there too. He yeah, his brother's there and might be the best receiver they have. Um, but. I mean, Max Johnson is a fantastic three-step drop throw the ball. He is not somebody that you want to stand over, stand, wait for something to develop over the middle, deliver a pinpoint pass. And that's he's not the only one there, right? Uh, It's Haynes Haynes King still there, Uh, and also um, who's the other quarterback? Some freshman. The the
1: other guy, the other guy that started last year transferred to Auburn.
0: Oh, it's Zach Calzada. Calzada. Yeah. So the it's just. Haynes King and that Connor Wegman. Connor Wegman. So, you know, they – I mean, their defense is going to be fine. I mean, it was fine last year. I don't think it's going to improve significantly. uh, But I also don't think their offense improves significantly. Um, Look, I think there's a lot of hay being made over their recruiting class, and he does it two or three years in a row, then absolutely Mm -hmm. put him in the conversation with Georgia and Ohio State and Alabama – It may be Clemson or or whomever else that might be in four years, three years, four years. But, you know, one great recruiting class does not make the whole thing.
2: See 2018 Georgia? Well, yeah, but that's the thing about that, though, is that, like, one of the reasons that Kirby was able to start stacking these classes together, A, he's a great recruiter, but B, they were really, really good. They made the national championship game the second year. There was proof of concept. Right,
0: but you were also also – they were already recruiting a top 10 level, not a 25 level.
2: Right, right, right. Right, right. Yeah, under But that's my thing about A&M is that, like, you can't be number one every single year if you're finishing eight and four every single year. <laughs> like, at a certain level, well, you gonna... need to show something. Like, they'll fall down a little bit no matter how much they can do with I L. If you don't win... At the high level that I think now, like if no, you, go I'm told to, players only care about money. They don't like winning. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. They do. I only care about money.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah. So we're we gonna make our predictions. Which, which is why you were a, a magazine reporter. Which is America. why I
2: chose a, a career in uh, this is so lucrative in journalism.
0: Yeah, I guess we gotta. Are we gonna predict the West and then we'll do the East? Yes. All right. Let's do it. Okay. So uh,
2: let's all start with seven. Seven. Last you want to say clip.
1: it at the same time? That'd be yes. kind of fun. No, we'll go on around. Three, like, like? That, 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 that'd be oh, confusing okay. to people. All right. uh, it's that, be better it's, on it's on like that video. Flaming Lips album where they had the four different stereo <laughs> Yeah, it's not people. great.
2: Uh, Zareka. Uh, okay, my number seven is Mississippi State. My number seven is Mississippi State.
1: My number seven is Mississippi State. All right, look Man. at us. Accord.
2: Look at us. Who'd have thought? Okay, uh, number six. My number six is Auburn.
1: I can name that team in... Three words. <laughs> three, three. I messed that up. Three, three yes. letters. Auburn.
0: Uh, uh, um, boys, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry we didn't win this year, but uh, I pick uh, LSU. Mm, I, I don't know why suddenly
1: Brian Kelly's Elvis.
2: <laughs> um, okay, I am going to go five LSU.
1: I am going to go five Ole Miss. I'm going to go five Auburn. Mm. All right,
2: I'm going to go four. Arkansas.
1: I'm going to say LSU.
2: And I'm going to say Mississippi. I'm going to say three Mississippi,
1: three Arkansas, three
0: Texas A and M.
1: Okay, I'm going to go two Texas A and M, two Texas A and M.
2: Pig Baby, <laughs> number <laughs> oh, two. Wow, I love it. And uh, I feel like uh, I, I don't know who's left, but never heard of. Left them. Is who's been left. It's uh, last year's rebuilding year.
0: Yeah. Yes. All right, so we get to talk about the East. Uh, uh, so th- go uh, ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I'm going to say set this up. Okay. The problem with the East, they got to play the teams in the West. So. Uh, that's the problem yeah, with the East. Although I will say that the East is not what it was five or six years ago. What? Listen, when I'm sorry, I'm about to say some trigger words, guys. When Missouri was winning the SEC East, <laughs> the SEC East was truly bad. <laughs> That's what was happening. Was when truly bad. Here.
2: Like when I moved here, I know, Mississippi, Missouri was winning every year.
0: All right, you can your kids can listen again.
2: Um, SEC East is better, right?
0: I think. With the exception at the very, very bottom, I think everyone in the East on a one-for-one one level can compete with their counterpart in the West. Interesting.
1: Okay. Well, let's hold that because that's a deep thought. Um, I, had, I wanted to jump in here real quick because I had a couple of uh, deep thoughts as well or questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, this is uh, three truths and a lie. Oh, I love it. And these are phrases... That are on Seven Six Apparel t-shirts. Mm-hmm. So I've got two groups of these. And Seven Six Apparel, the76.com, is a sponsor of the Wait and Since Last Saturday podcast. Uh, they have a famous quarterback. Played for what would you say, Michigan State? Michigan State. Chase yeah, Kelly, Michigan, Chase Michigan Kelly. State. Yeah, future
0: Honda dealership future, owner, Chase yeah. Kelly.
2: <laughs> Chase Kelly Honda.
1: I think he. I think he's really enjoying this. Yeah, he's think. the guy that he's.
2: He's like the the athlete. The post game radio show comes in to talk about like you know they really got the boys going right now. Chase Kelly, like, he came out of rolling. nowhere. There's <laughs> something special about being in this stadium.
0: Yeah, Chase Kelly, just he, you know, Billerica's own Chase Kelly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, so these you know, as, as you know, there's the Athens Collection. And I just kind of went through and uh, grouped them into fours. So I'm I'm I like read this out, game. I'm going <laughs> to read out four t-shirts. Three of them are actual t-shirts. One is not. Okay. How many do you have? I have four. No, I mean like, are we um, just doing this once? No, we're going to do it twice. Okay, okay, that's what I was asking. Yeah. I, I heard
0: the four part. So there's eight. So there's <laughs> eight.
1: And there's two fake ones. Got it. But we're only going to do it in fours. Anyway, Great. here we go. All right. Option number one. Lauren, what do you got?
2: to complete the truth please save your answers to the end
1: option number two greetings from Jacksonville Georgia option three we don't give money to young people at Tennessee (laughs) option four run the damn ball okay so Will you maybe maybe y'all should do the process of elimination?
2: Okay. Well, I, I'm I feel comfortable saying the first one is, is is an actual shirt, and I feel comfortable saying the fourth one's an actual shirt.
1: Okay. So Will has uh, claimed that a truth is Lauren. What do you got? And Tony has claimed that run the damn ball is also a truth. And no, should become a Bobo. Y'all are both me. correct. Y'all are both both correct. So I'm going to read you the two mm-hmm. that are. It's a 50-50 shot here. Greetings from Jacksonville, Georgia. Or, we don't give money to young people at Tennessee.
2: I'm going to say the non-true one is we don't give money to young people. I'm going to agree with Will.
1: The correct answer of the correct shirt is greetings from Jacksonville, Georgia. The we don't give money to young people. I took that from uh, Jim Herrick. Remember that was nice, yeah. yeah. That's right.
0: So Will and I remember. He, we were In, right. he down,
1: infamously down. said we don't give money to young people. Okay.
2: Yeah, well he's <laughs> he
0: was wrong. He <laughs> definitely <laughs> crow about that too. Yeah, he by the be. way.
2: We, also don't, guy, a, we guy, also don't give grades. Guy wearing really nice suit.
1: All right, so good job on that one. All right, so hopefully this one will be a little bit tougher. Uh same same uh same idea. Mm-hmm. Three truths and a lie on seven six apparel t shirts. Here's the first one. Screw Florida and the Mule they came in came in here. Let me say that again. Screw Florida, Florida and, and, and the, the Mule, mule came they came in wrong. here on. Here's number 2. If unsweet tea were a college it would be Florida. Here's number 3. I don't care for Auburn. Here's number 4. Auburn is a basketball school. Oh. <laughs> All right,
2: you want to pick first? I'm going to say uh, the one that's definitely t- the truth is I don't care for Auburn. That's my prediction for one of the truths.
1: That is correct.
0: <laughs> and screw Flora, The mule that came in her own is also correct.
2: That is correct. That is
1: Art Russell. Russell. Yeah. That's right.
2: <laughs> I don't think you need the here for the record. I'm just doing a little editing on that shirt. Sure. Just knock off the here. Yeah, I Earl mean, Russell doesn't editor. That's a quote. Yeah. I know. But he yeah. does not need an editor. <laughs> he does, an editor. <laughs> just because he's got a nice mustache. Anyway. Um, okay. So the other two that we're still waiting on.
1: If unsweet tea were a college, it would be Florida, or Auburn is a basketball school.
2: I'm going to say Auburn is a basketball school is the fiction. And I'm going to say the other one's a fiction.
1: Okay, so you think Tony thinks if sweet tea were a college, it would be Florida, is fictional. And Will, unsweet tea. If unsweet tea, I'm sorry. And uh, Will thinks Auburn is a basketball school is the fictional one. Will is correct. Mm. Oh, wow. But perhaps perhaps that would be, Chase, if you're listening, and we know you are, uh, that might be a good one to to make.
0: Auburn is a basketball school. So is Kentucky. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then Um, finally, um, if you're looking around on the 76.com, at 76apparel, on uh, Instagram and Twitter, they do have exclusive collabs with some current UGA players, thanks to NIL. Kenny McIntosh is represented. He has some t-shirts available. Jalen Walker, who is a freshman inside linebacker. You're probably going to see him on the field this year, 6'2", 225, four-star, um, out of North Carolina. You've got C.J. Smith, who's a freshman wide receiver, 6'3", 175 pounds, from out of Florida, Apopka, Florida? Apopka, Apopka, Florida. And then, of course, Jack Podlesny. Nice. So you can go get a Jack Pod shirt. But yeah, go visit uh, the76.com and enter code WSLS for free shipping.
0: Yeah, the other day I talked. to was talking to some folks I work with. They were looking at, at some uh, some Atlanta Brave, uh, uh paraphernalia, particularly the belts. And they're like, "Where is this from?" I was like, "That's at the Seven Six, and you can get free shipping if you use WSLS." That oh. wasn't the cold open, was it?
1: No, no, no. We're, we're way past that.
0: <laughs> okay. So SEC East, SEC East. We're going to go alphabetically by social security number.
2: <laughs> Let's start with then, Florida Vanderbilt. Oh let's start with the Florida Gators where are we on like listen I from the beginning have always thought Napier was a really good hire Con- and I think it makes a ton of ton of sense in a way that's annoying uh, but I they're not there yet they're not there yet and I think that like I, it's I think listen this is the SEC so you can never really have a okay we'll just give them some time first year like for all mm-hmm. the talk like what what did Georgia go Kirby's first year eight and four? Eight and four. and that was eight and four. For the record, not a terrible year. Should have been nine and three, had they won that that Georgia Tech game. Not gotten weird on him. They've been nine and three. No one at the time would have considered that. But would have considered I I that even with that, it still felt like okay. Remember the beginning of the next year when he was kind of weird about the medium? People were like, yeah. listen, maybe need to start winning a few more games. Before yeah, you, you were calling him out and so cocky yeah. about that. Uh, they ended up winning some more games. <laughs> As a it few. turned out, fourteen so, last year uh, to be precise. So so I think that that worked out okay. But that was not eight and four, and it felt like this big, big disappointment. Which is to say, a not a rebuilding year, but a starting over year, figuring out what they've got, laying the groundwork year. If they go eight and four or seven and five, people are going to be mad. I think people are going to be mad, and people are going to be feel like a disappointment. Now, this is the difference between him and Harson, right? The fit is so much better that you're going to give him a more of the benefit of the doubt that they're going to also as bad as Florida is and bad as the people are that cheer for them, they're not insane people in the way that Auburn people are. Which like is saying so much. <laughs> yeah. so like like at a certain level. Like I think there's an understanding that he's the right fit and they're and he's building something good. The question is how... How low can they go this year without him starting to sweat a little bit? I actually think that first year of Georgia is a good analogy yeah. for this. Actually, is I think Kirby was a more perfect fit, and it certainly came from a, a immediate great spot. But you know, if you lose four games in a year, no matter what you're building, no matter how good of a fit you have, people are going to get on your case. Well,
1: if they could lose to Vanderbilt and Florida State, kind of similar to what Georgia, that'd be great to end the season. Wouldn't forward.
2: hurt my feelings. I mean, they could start the season zero and two. That's, yeah, I mean, they Utah start is, the season 0 and 2 at home.
1: what what do they rank? Top fifteen? Uh top ten. Yeah. Yeah. Top ten. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of I mean, look, like, I have them winning
0: yeah, in the Pac twelve. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so um yeah, that's that's the thing. The, the the schedule does them no favors. They start out with Utah at home. Uh and I know a lot of people are like, Whoa, Utah is gonna be so muggy there. Utah <laughs> by the way, Utah is Utah is the Mormon State School. Mm-hmm. And uh there's a lot of 25 year olds up in there that yeah. uh, have kids and are not willing to shiv you because they need to get back on a plane.
2: Also, really hot
0: in Utah right
2: now. <laughs> like, super yeah. Hot. By the way, you of... hadn't been the, I know.
0: Like, I know it's cold in Utah. In November it is not cold in Utah in no, July. No. Um, and then you know they got to Kentucky. I mean, the saving grace for them is they got Kentucky at home. That's Kentucky's first big road game. Um, I, I just, I look. I can't even make fun of Florida right now. Other than, oh, trust me, I will later, but. Mm-hmm. Napier was a good hire, yeah. a couple of years away from being scary uh, to Georgia, yeah. right? But it was a good hire, and the way he set expectations, the way he has gone about his business, is in total contrast to the last two coaches. Yeah. And as a blogger slash podcaster,
2: I am less rich for it, but it's good for Florida, yeah. and that makes me mad. So let's, let's enjoy. If they lose four games, let's hope they freak out. I always use the analogy of when the Cubs hired Theo Epstein and said this is going to be a long process. So, just bear with us. And year one, everyone was cool with it. Year two, getting a little bit. By year three, they're like, is this ever going to work? <laughs> and there were actual stories in the Chicago Tribune saying, should the Cubs make a change for Theo Epstein? Was this taking too long? Yeah. And for and unfortunately for me as a Cardinals fan, four, for Cubs right. fan, they, they stuck with him and then it turned around. What you're hoping for, what I'm hoping for as a, as a Georgia fan, is people are more, people are Auburn impatient rather than. Florida impatient, or like they're going to be impatient. It's the SEC, but eight and four should scare no one of Florida this year. Yeah, well,
0: actually, Florida doesn't get Florida impatient. They get Florida don't give a crap. Mm-hmm. And um,
1: I mean, there's a real possibility they start zero and two. Yeah,
0: oh, at I home, know. at home, no, yeah. no, this team could be worse than last year, right? Schedule wise, I mean, um, uh, record wise. Yeah. But I, um, I think, I think the interesting thing about it to me. Is that if they're one stick it out and look it really because Florida they really only care about flash, it just takes one really good recruiting class and by really good I mean beating Georgia or Alabama and recruiting, when Florida will be all the way back, um, in Florida fans minds in Florida fans minds so I, I still think they're three years away from being. I still think they're three years away from being a, a team that threatens the current iteration of Georgia. Um, I do not wish to be in that situation, but it would make the SEC East a lot more interesting if Florida were better. Um, I don't wish that. I, I'm not wishing that. I'm just saying it would. As in, if I were an objective observer of the SEC yeah. East –
2: and listen, I heard from a lot of people last year that like, they felt the season was really fun, but they felt it was starting to get a little boring, boring? by the no, fact that you were yeah. winning. I didn't find it that way, but I understand why people would. That like, when... Also, a better Florida. Mine stay with Georgia to the third quarter instead of all time. Whatever. Like, you know, the, I, I, college football is more of a zero-sum game than other games. Like there are, you can make an argument that, mm-hmm. like in baseball, for example, if, so, if, a, if, if the Mets start gearing up, the Braves have to match them. Right, like the like the Braves are a better team. Up three zero, as uh, as it uh, appears that uh, Tony's pointing out right Don't now. Don't give it away. The Braves, sorry, the Braves are a better team because. The Mets are spending, so the Braves have to put up a bit. It yeah. doesn't work the same thing. they are working on a very specific number of people. You're going after the same players in a lot of ways. I think all the teams in the SEC East being bad does not make Georgia sloppy or slothful or anything like that. Like it's, everyone's all going after the same players. But it certainly makes everything more entertaining and more... Uh, more, more well, more I mean,
0: fun. in some levels, I mean, it's probably more apt for other conferences than the SEC but uh, a rising tide flows all turds. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yes. I, I just really didn't know that Florida <laughs> intensity. Like, That's good. That's good. So,
2: Kentucky? Kentucky. We're skipping Georgia, just to remind everyone. in case yeah, you yeah. like Well, it well I mean, we would have done Georgia before, before Florida, right? Because We're doing alphabetical. about that. We're not talking we're about No, no. Never, never heard of them. Uh, but, of course, we're skipping Georgia next week. Kentucky. Basketball
0: school. <laughs> Basketball school. Just to catch you up, if you have not been paying attention, um, so John Calipari, if you don't know who that is, you should Google him. Hmm. He is the head basketball coach at the University of Kentucky, and uh, John Calipari is probably the closest thing to Nick Saban in college basketball. Is he that probably
2: was ten years ago? I'm well, not sure he no, I
0: don't, I don't mean that in terms of success. success yeah. I mean in terms of how he approaches media, how he approaches building a roster, how he approaches coaching.
2: I'd say yeah, a little, a little, I guess. I would say it's more like he is. He's really is more of an NBA vibe. If I'm being yeah, I mean, honest, that's right. Maybe and that's not good. Analogy. I would say Coach K was probably Saban. I would say, uh, yeah. I'd say Calipari is more of the um, Bobby Bowden in his day. Maybe it would probably but, but, be a But person. Calipari really is not afraid to speak to his team, his administration, yeah. his fans through the media. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to basically he's trying to get money. From the school and the donors to do like a Kentucky, like museum slash massive complex right in the middle of campus, big, massive, massive thing that will be like a, a cauldron of a, a, a hall of justice for, <laughs> for Kentucky basketball. And so he's been pushing that really, really hard. And so in this interview, he said, Listen, let's face it. I'm really happy. This is the best thing he said. He said, Listen, I, they've had a lot of success in football. I hope they win 10 games every year and do great. Uh, which is just like, oh, we're dude. not Alabama. Yeah. We're not Georgia. We're not Alabama. We're not Georgia. We're a Those basketball are football school. schools. Those are football schools. We're a basketball school. Let's face it. For the record, he is right. It is a basketball school. But, come on. He can't man. say the quiet part out loud. And no. as, as Mark Soups pointed out, because um, in, in his response, <gasps> Not only did he respond All saying the top to of basketball, but he says, well, he said three, is that uh, was hashtag three hey, in a row? Hashtag three postseason games three in a row. Three in a row because, uh, I mean, if you remember, Kentucky lost in the first round of the tournament mm. to St. Peter's, second in the tournament last year to St. Peter's, whereas uh, Kentucky's won three, three bowl games. Uh, and Calipari is not at a moment of a lot of strength right now. This is actually, uh, Kentucky has fallen off a little bit, mad. they're still getting great recruiting classes, but they're not really seeing the postseason results. Whereas Kentucky, uh, five years ago, Calipari could totally do this, and it would totally work. Now, with Kentucky, what Stoops has going, and also, let's also not understate a large factor of this, too. Everyone in college basketball is so freaking furious at everyone in football right now. Because, I mean, they're talking about, you saw freaking Sankey talking about making a tournament 96 games, 96 teams. Uh, the Big Ten's new TV contract means that no basketball games will be on ESPN. No college basketball games will. No Big Ten basketball games will be on ESPN. Which means get prepared for uh, on uh, on HBO Discovery. You'll be able <laughs> to stream Illinois, Michigan State the other night. Like there's a lot of frustration for people that love college basketball for all the frustrations of football fans about the changes are about to happen college basketball nobody gives a crap about college basketball right now they're like you will do what football tells you to do and that is well i think in a macroeconomic sense that's correct you can also understand why someone like john calipari a very powerful person a lot of people in college basketball are just furious people in football right now their sport is getting not only overturned and turned upside down and shaken up but like no one's even giving a second thought because of everything that's happening with television. They're trying to make NFL light and with that college basketball is not NFL light and so the, like, the, like the Big Ten ACC Challenge is about to it's never it's about to be gone because it's not going to be on the ESPN because Big Ten's not going to play ESPN games because that's they have the contract with the SEC so you're going to get a lot more Georgia uh, Vanderbilt awesome. basketball games on Tuesday nights whereas number two Illinois is right. playing number three Michigan on uh, Discovery Channel or, oh. or USA oh. Network I mean Bi- streaming is Bi- Bi- easy Sports Network yeah. North yeah. Dakota yeah, yeah.
0: So anyway. uh, so Kentucky. Kentucky football. Um
2: remember when this I, team was the most boring offensive team in football? Yeah, I think I think Mark has got something
0: coming. Yeah, right? I think, I think they got something going on. Um
2: they you were know, fun
0: last year on offense. They were fun last year on offense. Um you just I think Will Levis is gonna add something to that team. Um you obviously losing um God, who was the receiver that left? Um Wondell Robinson Wondell after losing Wondell is not gonna be great but they they picked up a couple of people include and got they got Chris Rodriguez to stay uh, speaking of 25 year olds um but the schedule also breaks in their favor really nicely right like their toughest road game is at Tennessee um they get they in all likelihood will have the first time in 40 years a two game win streak against Florida they play against Florida the second week in a row um
1: you're, you're calling it.
0: Right? No, yeah, yeah, I'm, so okay. I'm calling it. I mean, they have Mississippi State and Ole Miss. They have Mississippi. And, they have the two Mississippi schools, their crossover games. Well, I mean, all That's four All Pretty four lucky us, right All there. four of us. All three of us agree that the Mississippi <laughs> State up, is going to be, right? Come on, Chad. Uh, it's going to be the number seven team, and I think the closest well, one of us has Ole Miss as three, and the other two of us have Mississippi as four and five. It's just – and that game, you know, that game is also um, you know, it's on the road. But I just, I don't know. I mean.
1: And they finished with three straight home games. Georgia being one of them. But yeah, still You don't yeah. usually see that. That yeah. November 19th game has real
2: game day potential. Yeah, like, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like if, if Georgia, if, because let's say Kentucky has one loss, which is very possible. That they have one loss or even two loss, it's possible they have one loss going into that game, and that game is actually for Mm -hmm. the SEC's title. Yeah, that that is so. That's SoCon
0: Saturday. That's that's a game where a ton of SEC teams play rando games. Um, I don't. I haven't looked at the big picture schedule, but you're right. It could be that could be. That could be a ten and zero Georgia plan. At worst, a nine and
2: two Kentucky.
0: Remember both the, ranked top five. Remember the
2: year where uh, was it? Was it Kentucky? I think it was Kentucky. It was the year that uh, Georgia won in the field goal.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Rodrigo game. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. The that Rodriguez was a lot couple. earlier in the season. That yeah. was like yeah. November. But 5th, that was, but. The
2: whole I remember thinking at the time like this is the best chance Kentucky's ever going to have. To like Georgia's down a little bit. To Kentucky is at home. That was a good team. And it's funny, now it totally seems like Georgia has obviously raised a lot, but like Kentucky's in such a higher place than they were then. But it still feels like, as Florida's building, as Tennessee's building, as South Carolina's building, the, if you're Kentucky, if you're ever gonna yeah. win the SEC East and I don't think they're gonna win the SEC East, obviously. But if you're ever gonna be the number two clear the number two team, this feels like the last time they're gonna be the number two team. Not because Stoops is gonna let them fall, but Florida is about like Florida's about okay. to get it figured out. Field's Tennessee looks like they're about to get like those teams are getting it figured out in a way that uh, if you're a Kentucky fan, this is as you've got to be as excited about this season as you've been in a really long time because it's very much set up for them. If they can win at Florida, which is obviously not easy, if they can win at Florida and then only lose one, if they can just lose one SEC game, maybe it's at, at Ole Miss. But if you can beat Florida and lose one other SEC game, which certainly it's not, it's not on the here's the SEC games until they get to Georgia, at Florida, at Ole Miss. Two toughest games right there, home against South Carolina, home against Mississippi State, at Tennessee, potentially tough. I still think like they're better. At Missouri, they should win. Home against Vanderbilt, three and five. Three and five? Yeah. Come on. Yeah,
1: I don't see it. Come, I disagree. Three and five in the SEC.
2: I disagree. You think so? Yes, wow. 100%. I disagree.
0: I was just about to say. Like, I
2: think they may have one. I think they may have one loss coming in that Georgia game. I mean, let's see. At Florida, loss,
0: no chance. At Mississippi. Loss.
2: That I can see. That, that to me is the scary. South Carolina at win. home. Mississippi State at win.
0: home. At Tennessee. Loss. No
2: way.
0: At Missouri. Loss. No
2: way. Wow. Vanderbilt? You really are down
1: to win. So you have them three and four. Three and five. Three and four. Georgia. Loss. Huh. Wow, you are down to Kentucky. See, have,
0: I have them. Yeah. Georgia win. Vanderbilt win. Missouri win.
1: But they're going to win their non-conference games. So they'll be
0: 7-5. Florida win. Mississippi State wins. South Carolina wins. Yeah, I got
2: them. I get them six and two. I think I, I mean, there's a very real possibility. They've got one SEC loss and they're playing for the SEC East. That game.
1: The good thing is we'll get to see who's
0: right. Yep. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there. The November night. I don't miss that game. Yeah. If I can at all work it out, but um, I'm not happy. That game is even later. Like it's always cold. No. Uh, Pour some out to Dave Johnson, who was probably still shirtless on a yard somewhere <laughs> in Lexington in November. But, uh,
1: yeah, it'll be like low 40s. You know, the wind blowing the and best, night game. 40, yeah.
0: yeah, it could snow. I mean, it's not BYU, but
2: um, yeah, anyway. Kentucky is my one of my national sleeper teams this year. Mm. I think yeah, it no, is I, set up I,
0: perfectly. They, for me. I, I have them all together as a possibility plan in
2: the New Year six. I don't think. I think is question. I think I, that is my big prediction is they are that's my big risk prediction they are playing that home game against against Georgia for, for the SEC for the, mm. for, for the SEC not just I could a shot see I could see not just a shot but if, but even the, but the, oh, yeah, imagine that, that, that scenario that's, a, that's imagine the,
0: last, the, the last SEC game for both uh, yeah
2: imagine the scenario where Georgia is actually undefeated going into that game and something weird happens and they lose and miss out on the on, on the SEC championship. I don't think that's going to happen but just imagine that
0: they might still make the playoffs
2: yeah, exactly I agree I agree
0: <laughs> and now I spent four hundred fifty dollars to go over. Let's get to the Alabama eyes game. Oz beat in by Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not saying that's happening. But, but okay, yeah. It. Let's move on to Missouri. Missouri. Missouri.
2: Hey, I'd like to make my official thing. By the way, I will be. I said this before, but I will be in St. Louis the weekend that Georgia plays at Missouri. I'm really hoping this is a day game, like a noon game, would be wonderful. Eleven a.m. actually in Missouri. Mm-hmm. If it's eleven, that a. happens a lot. We are gonna go. We're gonna go to this game. And oh, you got the night game, yeah? Because it's, it's, it's a night game in St. Louis. Because that will, of course, be the last Molina and Pujols weekend, potentially. Yeah, who are the Cardinals? So from? I got a question uh,
1: for you. Pujols is like what twelve away from seven hundred? Does he come he's back? 11. If he, did? I mean, <sighs> I, mean I was telling the boys this the yeah. other. I was like, oh, he'll he'll come back because you can't just sit on six ninety eight. Bernie
2: Mickless, my colleague of the Seeing Red podcast, wrote about this today about this idea. He's been. I mean, he's he was the post dispatch lead columnist. For thirty years, so um, he knows the Cardinals as well as anyone. And watching him on Sunday was like, "Holy crap! Yeah, you too. Amazing. Why is he retiring?" (laughs) And but like, you can't play him against right-handers. You cannot play him. He cannot get around them anymore. Everything else in his game has broken, Mm -hmm. except for hitting left-handers. And so he's able to do that now at a pretty incredible rate. I. It's hard to see the Cardinals. The Cardinals, you know, our team is trying to win the World Series every year. And uh, people were nervous about them doing it this year. I think the only way you could do it is you get together with him and say, okay, you're going for 700. When you get 700... Walk away. We we need to probably knock this off. And even, I mean, like, what if he doesn't? Like, what if it gets to be like July? And this is so fun right now. Mm -hmm. This is so fun. And one of the reasons it's so fun is because... Um, every, one of the reasons it's so fun is because everybody knows it's, the, it's
1: you're saying goodbye. Well, he you did such a great job in the All Star Game too. Yeah. yeah, like that was fun. Run derby. Like,
2: he just got his legacy home run derby. Like everybody knows they're saying goodbye to an all time legend. Yeah. for him to come back, it takes a lot of. Per, and it's not like he's coming. It's not like he's David Ortiz leaving when he's still batting three fifty and hitting thirty five homers. He's really good right now, but like. He hasn't been for two years. So yeah. my
1: question for to you. S- six years. Does he make it? No. I don't By think the end, end of this year? I don't yeah. think he's going to make it. I don't think he's going to make it.
2: But like the thing about it is he's got just about every other thing in his career. Yeah. And also this is another thing where the pan, people talk about this with Mike Trout all the time. That The pandemic costing everybody a hundred games yeah. just like cost so many people potential records that they were going to be able to get at some point. Like yeah. like it's it's. To miss that much time through no, do it, no doing of your own mm-hmm. is... Uh, because if, if there hadn't been the pandemic, he'd already be there. Right. Well, right. And, the, and the strike.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like, Or lockout, I mean. Yeah, did we sure. talk about Missouri yet?
0: Yeah. So Eli Drinkowitz, everybody's favorite I dad. I do we talk
1: about Missouri because we're talking
0: about Cardinals baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Eli Drinkowitz, everybody's favorite dad. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to say that Eli Drinkowitz is exactly the coach Missouri needs. Sure. Um, I'm also willing to say that that means they are a pretty consistent eight and four team, unless you have wackiness, Uh, and that's their seedling nine and three, but probably eight and four, depending on the SEC West schedule or pod. So, two and uh, six. Yeah, I just this year is not great for them. Mm -hmm. They have, you know, they get. I wish I read my writing, but. uh, they get the Abilene get, Christian coming they get, in. They get Auburn, but they also have Arkansas. So it's just, I mean.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, road game at Kansas State. Yeah, the
0: home and away doesn't work for them. Their out-of-conference schedules are not great. I mean, they get an opener over Louisiana Tech, which they'll win easily. And then Abilene Christian, but they're, you know, they got New Mexico State, which they should also win. So they have potential to go bowling. Potential to go bowling. But it's just The rest of it, they got to play an SEC Um, schedule, and that's going to be
2: great. I so someone else has pointed this out too, but I think that they are someone that I think could benefit
1: from contraction.
2: Yeah, like of a of a a reorganization. I think of yeah, uh, because eventually, like uh, the thing about expansion is eventually you're going to bring in someone who's not Oklahoma or Texas, (laughs) and you're going to bring in someone that is. Because you have to fill a bunch of teams, but it's not at that top level. Like, right now, it's like, well, you've Oklahoma and Texas. There are two team, more teams that are going to beat Missouri. Yeah, but eventually you're going to be in teams that you're going to find your Northwestern somewhere. And, I mean, there was a world where everybody, they, everybody was worried about Miami, and then Georgia Tech beat him like six years somewhere. Yeah, so <laughs> there's that, too. But, yeah, I'm, I'm down on Missouri this year. I feel like I, I like what he's doing long term, but... Uh, I still feel like you say you like what he's doing like long term. I like what Florida is doing long term more. I like what Tennessee is doing long term more, and I think you can make an argument you like what South Carolina is doing long term more. So, it's a tough division.
1: And they are next on the list. That's correct,
2: SoCal. For for what it's worth, I I, I actually kind of loved after the Georgia South Carolina game last week last year. Um, First off, the great Beamer quote about like, yeah, they just they just mm-hmm. have five stars everywhere. They're going to destroy us. But like, definitely the after Georgia beat them, and you know Kirby had kind of took the foot off the gas a little bit at the end. There definitely was a very of oh, good for you, you guys are making mm-hmm. progress. I kind of feel like bringing in Spencer Rattler changes that a little bit. Like that is a cute, like whatever. I think that he's obviously a little overrated from where he was going in the last year. He's like a Heisman favorite, but Spencer Rattler could have gone a lot of places. To go to South Carolina is that's a really impressive kid.
0: Yeah, I think Rattler is a little bit of a game changer at South Carolina. On um, look, South Carolina fully expected them. Their fans fully expected them to go, you know, five and seven last year, right? They expected them to, to to lose to everybody in the SEC, but. Um, but, but Vanderbilt, and then you know, or oh gosh, maybe four with Clemson on their schedule every year. Part of the problem that they face is like they have Georgia as a regular opponent, and Clemson's a regular opponent, um, and that makes that it's like you know, it's like Georgia Tech, right? I mean, the Georgia Tech of Columbia, uh, except for Georgia Tech it's won the ACC more recently. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I got to be honest, I. I, I do not like South Carolina. Do not take this as positive odds about South Carolina, but I mean, Beamer can make them interesting soon, right? I don't I don't mean like ten and two interesting, but certainly I mean, look, there's a lot of national commentators that circle in that game against Georgia on uh, in in Columbia um, on September 17th as a potential pitfall for Georgia, just because you know. I'm waving my hands around saying past history but um, you know uh, also because Spencer Rattler but the, the reality is is like I mean if you were to let the deep dark recesses of your Georgia fan brain wonder you could see that too yeah. right um, but the reality is it's it's you can't pencil that in even even lightly um, and then when you look at their their out of conference schedule between Arkansas and A&M it's just It doesn't break well for them because they also have to go on the road to Kentucky. Um, They have Florida on the road. You know, it's you can eke out four wins here when you look at Georgia State, Charlotte, and South Carolina State, and Vanderbilt. But then wins get harder after that.
1: I think they're just going to be chasing 500 all year. I think they're going to, you know, win and then lose a couple, win a couple. I mean, that's the way their schedule breaks. If you look at it, mm-hmm. it's just going to be, you know, it'll be exhausting for South Carolina fans. I'm fine with it. Uh, I like Beamer. I think he's good on social media. Uh, I think that, yeah, I think y'all, are, you're right. You know, he's they have the potential to be uh, flirting with second place every now and then in the SEC. But I think their their main position is. Three through five.
0: I mean, literally, the only only break they get when you think about their schedule, as far as winnable games, is having Texas a And M home. That's it.
1: That's, that's their it. permanent. That's
2: their per- across, permanent across Yeah, and that's cro- it. That's yeah. I mean, permanent being yeah. anything. is permanent. You, know, you know, permanent anymore. for two more years. Right. 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 Or a year. But I, I did like. We'll get to this when we get into the uh, into the next team. But like, there are three teams that have good coaches that are building something interesting, and um, that's. In the, like, the SEC I
1: liked I liked disliking South Carolina all those years when you had Steve Spurrier there, Will Muschamp, uh, who, uh, Sparky Woods. I don't know. It was Did Sparky Woods coach Sparky there? Sparky Woods. I don't know. <laughs> I think he did. Sparky I, think he did. I
0: thought he named that man. No, but that that, was, like, I think it was Holtz. like Dennis
1: the Menace's Nemesis, Lou Holtz man. used to drive me crazy. So you had Lou Holtz, Steve Spurrier, Muschamp back to back to back, and they, that just kind of you know, it made him easy to dislike, and yeah. that's it's where weird have different. They have a likeable, yeah, it's weird that yeah. they have a likable coach. Exactly. And I think you're, you said that yeah. Kirby let off the gas a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Beamer used to coach for him. Yeah. So, I Probably mean, but yeah, I think I think that Rattler, I mean, he, he never impressed me at Oklahoma. I think that he's going to be one that by the end of the season, every stadium he goes into, those fans are going to be all over him because he's going to be frustrated with himself because of his uh, I guess lack of dynamics and then realizes that he's playing in Columbia
2: yeah and we'll see I mean like I don't know that you, you can also make an argument that Oklahoma was maybe a little bit more chaotic of a situation last year than we thought it was <laughs> and Obviously. so which yeah. I think is, uh, is also worth keeping in mind okay Tennessee Tennessee Hinden Hooker I'm oh, sorry Hinden sex worker you're supposed to call them sex workers now. <laughs> wow <laughs> I had that queued up, but um,
0: yeah, so Josh Highpole is, I, I think, so Josh Heupel will only be as good as his quarterback and his defense lets him, right? They were bad last year. You cannot combine a quarter, an offense that runs as many plays as quickly as they do with a defense that can't get off the field. Because, <laughs> look, look, the charm of running a super-fast offense is that you keep the other defense running backwards and you get the ball back in a hurry. But when you when you go out there, you run so fast, you run, whether it be a five-play, six-play drive, and then you punt, or you run a seven, eight-play drive and score, you're putting a defense that cannot get off the field back out there You're just basically putting your defense in a hole. Um, I don't see that changing this year, right? I mean, they probably are going to be a touch better offensively, but their defense still looks to be with the exact same deficiencies. On on a on a team that was six and six and needed a miracle to come back and beat uh, Purdue in the (laughs) Music City or whatever (laughs) bowl was, right? So. I, I just look, go out and beat Florida, make Alabama miserable, and I, whatever, I'm fine. Whatever.
2: Do you, th- the thing that I, I think that what they're doing now is interesting. I think Hooker's a good quarterback. Uh, and I think you can make an argument they're going to be better than both Florida and South Carolina this year. I think you can make that argument. Mm-hmm. I do feel, however, in the long term, Florida is in a better place. Is gonna, yes, is a better place than they are, and I, South Carolina may be around the same place. But like I feel like they. I mean, whatever. I mean, what what, we, what do I always say about uh, what Kirby would uh, he would say to to Monk and, uh, go do your offense bleep, and yeah. um, they've clearly got the offense bleep going. And then we're doing this show live, I feel like I, I, I want to make it as easy as possible. Yeah, you know,
1: it. I'm. I'm I, I don't think I care as much about like. I just I don't think we need any f bombs, but yeah, if you mm-hmm. want to if you want to drop an s bomb or something, I think that's fine. Okay, I'm, yeah, yeah. And, and really it goes back, and dear listener, it goes back to 2015 when podcasts were kind of a new thing. Um, <laughs> take that for what it's worth. You'd had I, I was always paranoid because you had to click. If a certain episode had explicit <laughs> lyrics and I didn't know if like, if I didn't click it or not, if it would be ban- prison. Right. So, you know, that <laughs> kind of went with my, uh, I guess editing mantra for years and years and years. And so Tony and will were sensitive to that, not that they were being prudes or anything, but they just didn't want to put extra editing on, on me, yeah. so, so that's, well, okay. well, that's a little sidebar. Well, then right he can there. go
2: do his offense shit. There we go. We all, we all. I feel like my, I feel like my somebody gets back from camp. Can I say one bad word? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and, but um, I mean, if Lee and, Corso can uh-huh. say. Five why can't I say that? Oh, you say Thanks, the honey. F the
2: See. Uh, but
1: then was. the other reason was that my kids were so young when we started yeah. this and I would have them yeah. listen. They don't listen anymore, and they're all teenagers. My kids
0: have always had my wife as their mom. So right. there's nothing I'm saying here or any of y'all are saying this <laughs> Right, right. So anyway, anyway. The point is
2: is to me where Tennessee is, is a good place right now? It feels like Florida is building foundations and putting is going to be putting something together. Tennessee, because Tennessee is always such a mercurial program anyway, it feels like they always feel like they have to win right now to do something to do something flashy. Long term, I think Florida's the better place.
0: Yeah, well, I think Tennessee also is getting better at that. Um, I, we'll see, right? Because they're entirely a world where, look, I just run through the schedule. Right, Ball State's a win. Pittsburgh, I think they lose. Akron's a win, Florida a, I mean if they're two and two right and they go to LSU and, and win, but then they're three and three, they beat UT Martin, then they're four and four, then they're four and five and you know they, if they're four and five, they still end up seven and five exactly where they were last year,
1: right? Um, I, I just I but see if they're four and five. Those last three games take on a whole lot more pressure. Missouri at South Carolina Vanderbilt. And then that, that you know, the, the Tennessee people yeah. right. start but, yeah, closing but, yeah, in it, and they it, start throwing mustard right. bottles. And,
0: and then and the, yeah, that's exactly right. I think that's a great
2: point. Because um, it's one thing that, if that happened in year one. Year two right. is something different. <laughs> right. Particularly <laughs> yeah. when there's all these expectations for them coming into this year. And I then, just, then I we, hope we, we, to be we will show. really
1: enjoy those last three weeks of November if that's happening.
2: Can't wait. Yeah. So, okay, right. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Okay, Vanderbilt. Clark Lee. This is the job. What a wanted, guy. What, what a guy. guy. <laughs> I love that guy. Like a sounder on guy.
0: league of their own. Marlon, yeah. What a hitter.
1: Do they beat Hawaii in week yes. zero? They do.
0: Yes. Okay. So their over under is 2.5. Do they get there?
2: Yes. Do they hit the over? Yes. They, okay. They're going to have to
1: beat Northern Illinois if they yes. get there. Yes. Is that yeah, a win? They, they the used day. to be good. Northern Illinois beat Tech used to last year.
2: Be, yeah. it to they, bowl they, Northern I say, Illinois won uh, was in the uh was it in the uh New Year's Day bowl one time. At Hawaii. Well when? they
0: were in New Year's Day bowl. <laughs> Marcus Howard is still talking. He's, hey, by the way, Colt, 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 Colt Brennan's dead. Uh Elon. When? Wake Forest. Nah. <laughs> no. no,
1: Wake was good last year. <laughs> yeah.
0: At Northern Illinois. I at Northern right. Illinois. What are you doing, Vanderbilt? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, uh, it feels reading. like a Scott section uh, segment. At Al, um, Mississippi, at Georgia, at Missouri, South Carolina, at Kentucky, Florida, Tennessee. So Tennessee's a mess, maybe, that last game?
1: <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. So
2: Yeah. I, I think they get over it. I think they get over it. Where's the third win? I'd say Hawaii, Elon, North Illinois.
1: See, I think they go to the big island, or no, they go to Oahu and lose. I think they go 2-10. and ten.
0: Wow. It's dark on the Scott on the darkest timeline. Um, what time is
2: that game? Actually, I'm trying to plan out
0: my 10.30 hour time. It's <laughs> oh,
2: wow. so 9.30 champagne time. 9.30
0: champagne so. time. Is that it is
2: it's a 10.30 kickoff?
0: A 10, it's 10.30 kickoff. The, is it week zero? What
1: time yeah. does that make it in Hawaii? Like 8 a.m.? What is it? <laughs> no, yeah. 5.30. They're,
2: 530. Not, they're not playing Seoul. <laughs> they are also,
0: by the way, Hawaii is still playing. They just announced a new schedule. Hawaii is playing... At literally their rec center, um, like fourteen hundred seats, uh, because of, uh, Longville Stadium has been condemned a couple of years. You know, I bet um,
1: this was a package deal because I was watching Vanderbilt baseball playing Hawaii earlier this year out there for like five. They had a five game series yeah. because why not? You go out there to Hawaii.
0: Yeah, my nephew in law, my niece's husband, played baseball for Hawaii. He's like he's from originally from San Diego, and um, he said. It was a lot of fun because we would play at home against a ton of northern teams until April, and then we would go on the road for four mm-hmm. weeks. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, Vanderbilt. Yeah. I think let's let's get this out of the way. Pennsylvania Vanderbilt is number seven in the east. Yeah. I think yeah we do, can
1: do you, you want to start? That. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Vanderbilt. Seven. seven east. Vanderbilt, seven. Vanderbilt. Seven. Yes. Yes, seven. Missouri, Vanderbilt. six. Missouri, six. Missouri, six. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm, only, and I will say this only because their West crossover is tougher uh, with Arkansas and Texas A&M, with Florida, with LSU and A&M. I will say South Carolina.
1: Five.
2: Yep. I'm going to say Tennessee five. Tennessee five. Oh, from your mouth. <laughs> of those. All right. Four. Florida. South
1: Carolina. Kentucky. Ooh. Woo! Tennessee three. Florida three. South Carolina three.
0: Give them Wildcats as number two, baby. Um, I, I don't want to give it away because
2: we're doing Georgia next week. Oh so yeah, I
1: don't know if I should give it away next week. My my final I two. I'll still say Kentucky. <laughs> Florida too. Yeah, I'll t- I'll say Kentucky too. Kentucky
2: number two. I think Kentucky yeah. finishes the season in the top fifteen at the minimum.
0: Yeah. So next. So next week we're reviewing Georgia, mm-hmm. and I don't think there's any surprise that we think Georgia's going to win the East. Um, I just, yeah, yeah. I think the East is better, though. I, 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 there is, it's going to be an interesting year. I don't know if they're better yet,
2: but I think they may be in a year.
0: I think having a different team being interesting and better, a different team other than Tennessee and Florida provides at least narratively on yeah. um, some some fun conversation. Yeah.
2: The idea of, I'm telling you, just look out. Look out, for, look out for Kentucky, he says, before they get wiped out in their uh, right,
1: right. Let me
0: put my seatbelt on because Scott's got some uniform talk.
1: No, well, I, I did see that Mississippi State, uh, I didn't have this originally, but since you teed me up, Mississippi State has a really cool throwback that they're going to be wearing uh, with the, I guess a... Cowbell? You know, just a very basic font ms on their helmet that is a throwback to probably the 50s they actually showed like an old black and white photo and it's going to be spelled out miss state it's a cool look it's going to be a white helmet white tops they're going to wear it early in the season versus somebody non-conference i can't remember that's the only like recent uniform thing that i've seen um but instead of going like i was going to talk about like top 25 and everything like that but it's Really late on as far as this uh, podcast, we've been going an hour and a half, and so we'll just save, we'll just save this kind of stuff for okay. probably next week. But I did look. Um, here's a couple interesting facts. Uh, you know, getting into the season, we need to kind of get brushed up on who has the most, the, the longest current active win streaks. You know, and and, and other like records that we're going to be looking at. So um, there is a current active win streak at thirteen. Right now, and this could be Power Five or Group of Five, just an FBS school. anybody Anybody have any idea? There's a There's a loose tie to the SEC, but it's not. It's a Group of Five school, but there's a loose connection uh, to an SEC school we've been talking about today. Hmm.
2: That's a former coach. It's not Liberty.
1: It's not Liberty. A former coach of this team is now coaching in the SEC, and their team is on a 13-game win streak.
0: A former coach of this team is coaching the SEC. He Correct, Louisiana Monroe, Louisiana, Club. the other one, Lafayette, Lafayette. Yeah. Raging Cajuns. Yeah. Billy
1: Napier left.
0: I mean, I got to be honest. The only win streak I care about is two with Georgia.
1: Right. So the next longest win streak in the nation is at two with six.
0: Georgia.
1: Oh. Anybody have a uh, guess? It's an ACC school. Clemson. Clemson is it six?
0: I was told they were bad.
1: Well. There's two teams with a five-game win streak, one team that you never hear about, and another team that Georgia played a couple years ago in a bowl game. They're green.
0: CF? Oh, um, Michigan State.
1: Baylor has a five-game oh, win still, streak. still green. And then, uh, and then uh, Central Michigan oh. is also at five games. So And close. then there are four tied, or three are teams tied at was? four. I think so. So three teams tied at four. Y'all, your, your boy Kentucky, yeah, has a four-game four really. win streak. Air Force has a four-game win streak, and South Carolina's opening game. Georgia State four-game win streak.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I, it's funny we didn't talk about that because uh, Sean Elliott is the head coach at Georgia State. I have long thought if Georgia Tech did not get their crap together, Georgia State could pass out. Sure. And I don't say that lightly. But somebody's got to pick up the mantle Atlanta team. And Georgia State is in a position where they could be very much uh, a dominant power in the
2: the Sun Belt. They're hosting North Carolina this year. Did you realize that they're hosting? Yes, crazy. North Carolina? It was. Georgia State. State. They're really? hosting North Carolina. Well, oh, there's a lot of flights
0: from Atlanta, so Matt
2: it is a bubble. <laughs> I have to say, that, doesn't that sound so fun to see like a Power Five team play at Turner Field? Like that sounds like really really fun. Unfortunately, that is Georgia's home opener that day. So yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I so, out,
0: but, um, but I, still, I still think I mean Sean Elliott coached South Carolina uh, after uh, Grayson uh, Lambert made Steve Spurrier quit football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have that right. If I don't have it right, don't 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 fact check me on that. Um, that's uh, that's pretty cool though.
2: Yeah. I've long argued Georgia State should have a ton of Thursday night games. Yeah, because I would tell, they have one this year. They're hosting Georgia Southern. Actually, I thought about, I know, October 8th. I was actually going to go, but Illinois plays Chattanooga that night, so I want to be able to On Thursday? Yeah. I'm sorry, that's not correct. They host Coastal Carolina on September
1: 22nd let Georgia thing. State does. Georgia State
2: does. Illinois plays Chattanooga
1: on September oh, 22nd. Thursday night. Play, that'd be fun, mm, right? Mm. Coastal Myrtle, Carolina? Beach, Myrtle Beach comes to Atlanta. Mm. I
2: mean, Coast Carolina. Which different? Be, Alabama going to Myrtle Beach. Because Coast Carolina team is not quite as good as some
0: yeah, of Yeah, it's, it's basically but, Grayson yeah, McCall yeah. and some guys. And Jamie Chadwell is still court.
1: You know, you know what I'm doing right now? I am texting with Chase Kelly. Are you really? He was asking about something different, some photos that I'm going to do for him. But uh, he, says, you, he says, Honda. He says, are y'all recording this week? Uh, I'm gonna um, say you're gonna love the ad.
2: This is what happens if you sponsor our podcast. We will live will we'll Yeah, t- well, live yeah, live, vlog, live but tweet you. Live uh, li- we'll live podcast our text. Hey cable. speaking of Chase Kelly and Seven
0: Six Apparel, I did get the wait and sus last Saturday college football bowl. Uh oh, yes. I mean uh, college football pick 'em set up. I will Are send we doing emails We are not doing week zero. That's too much pressure. I I couldn't find out how to do week zero and also make it so people would not be.
2: I mean, like the best game is probably Northwestern Nebraska.
0: It is. I just couldn't do that. We will start with, I think I have the Friday night game. It's supposed to be an aperitif anyway. Aperitif. Yeah. Aperitif. Aperitif. Whatever. Um, So we are doing, um, we will get that going out. um, uh, I'll have that sent out this week. And we will... Uh, please join. And we'll also send out the link if, so you can join if not. Remember, you will get some 7-6 apparel if you win the, the mm-hmm. Pick'em this year.
1: Um, oh, one more thing. Okay. I Go wanted ahead. to talk about uh, how we were dealing with uh, long-term goals. This is something that we that I really got into at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Goals is the wrong word. You know, like records. Like major... like. All-time wins, you know, weeks at number one. So for the all-time wins, you're going to see. This is why it's important to really kind of focus in on Tennessee and Southern, Southern Cal this Cal, year, yeah. Because Tennessee has 856 all times all-time wins. That's ninth. That ranks ninth nationally. USC has 856. That also ranks ninth. I guess it's the same number. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia. Is. We call that time. (laughs) Georgia is three wins behind. They're at 853. So if Tennessee slips, 12-0. Yep. Yep. So that could be, they could surpass. Now, there's no way that anybody behind Georgia could catch them if they had a couple losses and there's no way to pass to really make up any ground past Tennessee. Uh, But still, those are some all-time records that that could be uh, usurped this year. And then weeks at number one, Georgia racked up some weeks last year. On this, Georgia ranks 16th all-time at 24 weeks at, I think, AP number one. Yeah. Clemson is at 15 with 25 weeks. So, if Georgia can rise mm-hmm. up and, um, you know, say Bama falters in Ohio State, which could happen, and start churning away some weeks. Army, uh, I don't think they're going to be ranked number one this year. So, they're sitting at 27 weeks. Really? Mm-hmm. And then Michigan State, which kind of surprised me. Oh, they were a power.
0: They were a power in the 50s and 60s.
1: So, and since I brought all that up, my last question to y'all, and here's the trivia question. There's four major college football teams that are tied at only one week as an AP number one team. So, can you name those four teams? I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. There's an SEC school. Okay. There's two ACC schools and a Big Ten. Hmm. All right. So, just just so y'all follow me. All-time weeks at number one. I think Alabama's number one. I didn't even look that far because I didn't want to look. But Georgia has been at number one for 24 weeks, and so I'm asking Will and Tony to name any of these other four teams that only have one week. There's tons of teams that have zero, like Illinois is at zero. And, I, think, I think I know Indiana. the SEC school. All right.
2: okay,
0: Go with the SEC school. Uh, Mississippi State. No. Really?
1: No, I don't know. if the, I didn't look as far to say if they've been in. I know Missouri's been ranked like three mm-hmm. weeks, but uh, that's not them. This is uh, only one week. One week. Let's see. One week, number one, SEC school. Is it Vanderbilt? Right. It's not Vanderbilt. Mississippi? It's not Mississippi. It's Arkansas. Hmm. Really? It's Arkansas.
0: Oh, yeah. The one versus two. The game of the century in 69 uh, versus okay, Texas. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so two, two ACC. ACC schools.
1: Yeah, think back to—I'm going to I'm gonna give you a hint. Think back to a quarterback that wore a weird number, um, like a, in the 20s. You know, usually, quarterbacks don't wear numbers in the 20s. How about Boston College? How about Boston your College. right, yeah. Doug Flutie all with right. uh, Boston College? And then uh, there's uh, another ACC. I mean, how far is the plane ride from here? I don't know. UNC. Oh, I was trying to oh, nice. I was trying to help okay. you UNC and, and then, then a the Big, Ten Big Ten School team. let's see not Illinois
2: Minnesota uh,
0: no oh, no they've been they've been number one many many times um, let's see Big, a current Big Ten School are they were they Big Ten when they were number one?
1: I'm oh I'm, I'm sure because they've been Big Ten forever I think Iowa no Rutgers no. I've been
0: picked. In. I still mess that think up. About,
1: think about athletic directors that like to coach on the side. Oh, Wisconsin. 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 Okay. Yeah. Only been for one week. One week. Yeah. That would I, I wouldn't have guessed that wouldn't I guess that. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, there's That's a, a trivia. Yeah.
2: All right. Well guys,
0: we've well, talked about the this. SEC now. It's uh if you're still driving, I'm sorry that you're driving from Macon to Savannah. And uh Oops. we talk about hey, I guess we're closing. <laughs> We talk about the Georgia Bulldogs next week. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. So thanks so much for listening, y'all. I'm going to take over, Tony. Um, you know, Go dogs. Like I don't t- know. <laughs> No, no. We're, we're, we're desperately late on time. Um, but we are previewing the Georgia Bulldogs next week. And then think about it. Just two short weeks from now, we're going to be previewing Georgia, Oregon. So in the meantime, make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow us at WSLS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And then also follow Seven6 Apparel. That's at 76 Apparel spelled out on Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, we'll be back on next Tuesday. We've got all these set up to where you're going to be hearing new shows on Wednesday, at least for the upcoming few weeks. Yes. But, uh, but until then, hope you all have a good uh, rest of your summer or start of school. and uh, we'll see you on campus on uh, September 10th, which is very soon. Go dogs, Go dogs, Go dogs.
2: I did real good I know
0: That <laughs> <it was> <laughs> And we're out
1: I did mess it up
0: That's fine yeah.